At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. All right, welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. We're putting the band back together today. We've got the great predictor and Caddy John from Atlanta. Uh, how are you fellas doing today? I'm not, I'm not doing too good. Steve's not doing good? How's Caddy John doing? I'm doing excellent, Hank. I am uh, thrilled to be back after this little summer break and uh, plenty to talk about. Man, I got a lot of questions. And of course, a lot of them have to do with what the great predictor has already said on this year podcast. <laughs> oh, the great, uh, great predictor. What's the, what's your problem so far today? Well, I, I, I was, you know, I, we've been out in the desert for 120 something days and <laughs> I never saw Caddy John out there one time. I, I was wondering if he was cheating on us, Hank. Was he, no, he was, was he cheating he was on us? He was waiting for us to come back. I okay. guarantee you that. Okay. I just checking. But I'm feeling a little bit better now. I'm. Uh, He's your number one supporter. It has been for a long time, by the way. I was. I had a vote for him in the Caddy Hall of Fame, so oh, is that he should be a big okay. supporter of mine. I, I, I'm a big Caddy John supporter. You know that. Absolutely. All right. So, what? Uh, tell me what your problem is today. Are you? You got to let me ask you this. Do you have everything hooked up? You're, we're recording right now. Uh, this is your first time going solo recording. What, how are you feeling on the confidence level? I'm doing good. I've got the numbers are working. I've, I'm 151 right now, which is good, which means I am recording my voice. But, uh, okay. you know, this is kind of like a, a two cans in a, in a string type deal here, Hank. I mean, you had me hook this thing up. We did a little, right. we did a little practice round. But yeah. an important part of this whole project is my telephone, and unfortunately, my telephone is down to fourteen percent power right now. So, if if for some reason the great predictor okay, in the middle of the here, prediction, here's what, here's what here's what you do to correct that. Okay, okay, here's what you do. You you, you take a plug. Uh, it's a, it's a charger plug. Okay. 
you plug it into the wall and then the other end that that's got two prongs you plug that into the wall and then the other end just has one little plug it's called a lightning plug okay you got an iphone you plug it right into the bottom of your phone and it'll charge it right up right there well i've got the the only problem is i've got another little plug in the bottom of my iphone here that's uh allowing me to listen to you is uh (laughs) that's that's the problem here (laughs) oh man okay yeah that's probably a problem all right. We'll, we'll get around it though. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. We've got I know we've got a lot of stuff yeah, we'll to talk hope about. Yeah, you, you hope you hang in. Yeah. I hope you hang in. Let's let's get a report from Caddy John. Caddy John, uh how are you doing? Hank, I'm doing pretty good. You know, amazingly enough, I ran into an issue with those lightning cables in the past. And I did jump on Amazon Prime and I got a six foot plug, I got a three foot plug, I got a little short plug also. So there are plenty available at various lengths. And my guess is that the great predictor is not aware of that at this time. The great predictor does not, uh, I, I told him to order Amazon Prime. I, I actually, he was ordering all this stuff uh, from a place, uh, you know, so we can do the podcast. Let's give him a plug. It's BSW. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a great place, by the way. They got the most helpful people on uh, BSW. Dial them up on the phone. They help you out. It's, it's great. Okay. Uh, BSW. Uh, so uh, I tell Steve, I take pictures of him, of everything that he needs to get. And I said, order this up. And then I know how cheap he is. Okay. Okay, Johnny's just notoriously cheap. <laughs> so the cords, I said, you could save a little money. Just go on Amazon Prime. Okay. And or, go on Amazon, order Amazon Prime. You'll have it tomorrow. And you can order the cords on there. Just save a couple bucks. I said, it's no big deal, but it's just, it comes real fast and it'll be there before your equipment is. And, and you, you know, save a few dollars. Just get to go, go with those cords. So I tell him where to go. And, and he's, he, you know, he, he, he says, okay, okay. And then, he, but he, it turns out, see, cause, cause, cause his, his cords never came. And I'm like, what, where, why are your cords not there? I did, I'm thinking, did you ever order those cords? Well, it's, then I, you know, further questioning, he doesn't have an Amazon account. Well, let, let me let me fill in a little bit here too, because Hank Hank knows me so well. We've been together for about thirty three years. He said, "You never ordered those, did you?" I said, "No, where, I knew he didn't." Where is the camera inside? I, I, there's some. He's hidden a camera in here in my office somewhere, and he's watching me <laughs> as I'm working. I knew he didn't order them. But let me, I knew you he know, didn't Hank's order. not very coachable though. But at Caddy John, I know you're very coachable. Amazon Prime is. Is is a flash in the pan. They will be gone before you know it. So don't get so used. Don't <laughs> oh, get so used to using a, some Amazon. That's another Prime. great prediction right there. Take that one to the bank right there if you want to lose a, a couple bucks. The uh, uh, that's all time. <laughs> that's clearly not something you're seeing, is it? Oh yeah. I mean, that's one. That's one of my first predictions this year. Amazon Prime is going to hit a big skid. You just oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, uh, have you have you looked at their stock price lately? It's it, it what, it's, it's yeah, a bluff. It's that. a bluff, Hank. Oh my God. Okay. All right. So you didn't order the cords. We knew you didn't order the cords. I, see, we had the same problem before, Kitty John, when he ordered his uh, Voodoo pain relief cream. Oh yeah. He ordered the Voodoo pain relief cream, and he told me it never came. And I mean, we ship it out. You know, the the next day. Uh, you know, Steve's telling me first, he told me he had nothing that hurt. And then he started complaining about his back as he, you know, was on the plane ride back from a, a, a goose chase in China. And, 
He's over there chasing geese, and he and he he's flying back back of the bus, and his back hurts by the time he gets back home, and he needs some voodoo pain relief cream. So I you know, I I send him out some. He orders it up, which yeah, I made him order it. See, I made he him, shamed made him me. Order. I, he absolutely shamed me into it. Is what happened. I shamed him yeah. into ordering it, and he ordered it up, and then I sent it to him. So he's, I, I send it to Steve, and uh, he 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 gets this. Uh, you know, he, he says it doesn't come. And I said, well, so I tracked the order. Of course, it got delivered like five days ago. And uh, and then, he, you know, he's, he sees like him and Han. And I know something's up. I'm not sure what's up. But I know because I know I, I know Steve. I know when he's him and Han, Keddy John. And he's got this thing going. And I know there's something going on. And and there's some more to the story. And next thing you know, uh, I said, well, he goes, well, just give me a second. Give me a second. So he goes out and he checks what's in his mailbox. Uh, you know what? Yeah, it was the yeah, first time that I even that, realized. That's usually you know where the mail goes, you know what? by I, the way, I thought, to the man, mailbox. Who in the world would use the U.S. Postal Service? I, I was looking for it at my front door, <laughs> and you know what? I saw my <laughs> I saw my box out there, and I went out there, and I, I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. Sure enough, the Voodoo Pain Relief Cream was there. I used it. It helped me, and uh, the rest is history, man. Yeah. There's a little more to that story, too. Yeah, you remember that. Oh, day, yeah, John. yeah, yeah. I mean, jet lag is a pain, but uh, if I remember, there was some autofill and some 2117 confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put yeah. he put his his address where his name goes on the order. It says first name, last name, then an address. And he put autofill or something. He's claiming he put autofill, but he, he put 27. Uh, what's your address again? 2117. 2117. Yeah, well, let's not, let's not get too precise. Grayson, I, don't want, uh, I don't want guys showing up at my front door. Now, well, they, they're hey, going to need to know this. Let me ask you a question, first. Hank. I mean, let me interject okay, yeah. here just a little bit. Yeah, okay. Are we, We're going to get to some golf. Yeah, we've got to. Is this the Hank Haney podcast? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was. Podcast. I thought it was the shit on Steve podcast there for a second. <laughs> That's an up and coming. Uh, okay. Well. Uh, okay. We'll move on to some golf. Uh, matter of fact, let's let's start off with Caddy John because he's he's always been one of our biggest supporters on the uh, radio show and now on the podcast. And uh, we miss talking to the Caddy John. Um, let's let's give a little background on the cat. How did you become Caddy John? Wow, that's a good one, Hank. Um, I mean, I was Caddy John a long time before uh, the old show even started. But I think that first time, and, and that goes back to my caddy background. I caddied at Congressional Country Club, started there just after the 97 U.S. Open. Uh, I went on to work at Oakland Hills and at Secession Golf Club in Beaufort, South Carolina. So I did a lot of caddying at kind of a, a professional level, if you will. I caddied in a couple of qualifying events uh with friends that were trying to qualify for usga events uh and then took a look you know at, at trying to be a caddy on tour i thought that'd be pretty darn cool but could never find a, a fit or find a break so that's kind of how the evolution came into caddy john and i have probably watched every almost every shot broadcast on majors of major golf events uh for probably close to I'm pretty close to 20 okay, years. Okay, this is this has got a little this got a little Steve Johnson in it right here. What um wh okay, in between wanting to caddy on tour, couldn't find a bag, uh caddying at secession and uh at congressional. When did you go to law school? Went to law school uh 2005 to 2008. 
And Okay, and then after law school, you thought you might be a caddy? After law school, there was a lot going on, as everybody knows, in 2008, 2009. When the tour came through in 09, it came through Hilton Head. That's the last time I took a really hard look at, you know, uh, should I go out, maybe go down to to uh, to follow the tour for a couple of weeks, talk to different caddies that were working at Hilton Head to get a lay of the land, and I decided not to do that. Um, I would have loved to. I'd still love to because there is such a not to bring this discussion up again today, but the closest you can come to being an on-field coach in pro sports <laughs> is a cat. Oh man, here we go right here. See, this is a, <laughs> this is why Steve loves you so much. Steve Johnson, Steve Johnson, Steve Johnson thinks the most important position in all of sports is a caddy. More than a coach, more than a manager, more than a team doctor, uh, more than an offensive or defensive coordinator, uh, you, you know, hitting coach, uh, instructor, whatever, you, whatever you position you can come up with, uh, trainer. I mean, it doesn't matter. The most important position in all of sports, every sport included in this, according to Steve, is a caddy. You're coming around, Hank. I mean, I feel like, like you're finally coming around. You're really understanding the, the importance of the caddy. Okay. How, explain, you guys explain to me about why the caddy is, is the most important position in all the sports. Caddy John, you go first. Well, I would yield to our man, Pat Perez, who's got a really unique relationship with his caddy, where it's basically like think, point, and shoot. He seems to trust his man so much. I think he goes by the name H that he... He's yeah. pretty much clubbing him, directing him, and all that kind of stuff. Now, so you can have okay. a caddy to that extent, and other guys are much more um, just toting around a bag for for players, and, and other guys, really, it's the timing of knowing how to help a player manage his game, his emotions, to get the most out of him. The unique aspect is that he's literally on the field. That's the difference between all the other coaches. And look, some guys plain have their swing coaches on the bag. So that's the main difference. Do you do you think the? Do you, let me ask you this: Do you think the uh, the the three uh, uh, golden rules of caddying are demeaning to a caddy? I don't think so. You know what those three golden rules are, don't you? Keep up, shut up, and show up on time. I can't remember the third one. Yep, that's it. You got it. Show up, keep up, and and uh, and and show up. What is it? Show up, keep up, and shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the three. I think those are rules yeah. of the past. And as all pro okay. sports evolve and, and as we get more, I mean, just look at the younger guys. Now they always talk in we, um, which is talking about the player in the caddy. I do think it's evolving. So we could see different levels of relationships. We could see Pat Perez is pretty far on, on that end of the spectrum. If he's got a guy basically out there pointing and shooting him, an old school guy is, is not going to see it the same, but I think as everything, those roles are evolving, and those roles of the caddy go way, way back to the origins of the game. It's certainly much different now, and especially at the pro level when you're playing for this much money and this much prestige. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Steve, what are you, are you, are you right on board there with Caddy John? Oh, yeah, you know, you Caddy are? John. Caddy John is a caddy prophet. Now, the thing is that we've talked about this before, too. The player has to protect his ego. The player has to protect himself. So that caddy is also, not only does he make recommendations and tries to engage the player in the shot, but it's the, the caddy is always a scapegoat. The caddy, it's always the caddy's fault. The, the caddy's, oh, 
It's it, there's no question. So I mean, just just the fact- well, you got to blame somebody. It's the caddy or the coach, right? right? And there and and caddies are the same as coaches. There's two kinds of coaches and two kinds of caddies, and only two kinds of coaches and only two kinds of caddies. Those that have been fired and then those that are going to be fired. Uh, yeah. That's that's pretty much you're, you're the same rules with both both caddies and coaches. But but you're you're right about that. Yeah, I'm I'm two for two on that one. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> we all are go back to jack nicholas and, and angelo his famous caddy did jack yeah. ever make a mistake or was it pretty much always angelo why did you do this why'd you give him this club why'd you give him this yardage and he understood that that was a way for nicholas to just get right past any kind of potential self-doubt and keep on rolling right 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 you know and that happened this summer with uh jordan spieth and and, and his caddy oh yeah uh you know michael greller and 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 the um you know, people made a big deal out of it, and I don't think uh, Michael made a big deal out of it. Uh, but uh, you know, it was it, it, that, that's just part of the deal. I mean, I, and I think a, a good caddy knows that. You, you know, you got to deflect, and he wants his player. He wants to make a lot of money, by the way. Caddies, sure, they want to make a lot of money. The way they make a lot of money is their player makes a lot of money. And the way the player makes a lot of money is he's a very confident player. He believes in himself, and if one of the things he has to do is deflect uh, criticism or blame uh, to somewhere else. I, I think that most of the caddies are willing to accept that. Now, at some point, it, it it does wear you a little thin, especially when you keep getting blamed and keep getting blamed and keep getting blamed, and then the you know the player never uh, you know really uh, performs to the level that you had hoped or wished or thought that he would. Uh, but uh, definitely is part of the deal. Hank, when you say the caddies, they're in there for the money. They, I think you can see you can't say everyone. Because there's one guy that does it just for the love of the game. He loves the game. He loves everything about it. He's not doing it to get rich. Who's and that, that would be John Kenny Woods. John? That would be John Woods. That would be Matt Kuchar's caddy. He does not go to get what rich. Do you, what are you talking about? Oh, man. You don't think he gets paid? He's not a 5%er? Is he, what, what is he, a 50? Is. is 5,000? Does he get 5,000 for every win? No, is that he what he gets? Get 5,000. No, that's what El Chucan gets. Oh, or okay, okay. Well, maybe that. Maybe he's on. He's got a different deal then. But I thought deals a deal. Yeah, deals a that's deal. That's right. Deal, deals a deal. Uh, he he ended up getting fifty though. Toucan, he did. So he he came through and came through through at the end. Uh, Kenny John, what what's the, the greatest uh, round you ever caddied for? Do you remember? Is there such a thing oh, for a caddy wow. that caddies at uh, at these at these uh, places, or celebrities, or uh, people you caddied for, uh, rounds people shot? Uh, uh, you know, a uh, 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 hundred and twenty shooter that you gave him so much great advice, he broke a hundred for the first time. I mean, what comes to mind? Yes, some of that definitely happened. Uh, a couple stories come to mind uh, quickly. Uh, one I I love telling. And that is a newly, a new senator, a, unit, a new United States senator. We went out, um, member and him, in the, it was in the fall. It was in the what are you fall. doing, wrestling somebody over there, or what are you doing? That's not me. Oh, okay. That must be the, the predictor. Okay. <laughs> a new senator uh, to the United States Senate went out with a member, and it was early in the fall. And back then, the holes at Congressional were, were in a different order. They hadn't put in that par three tenth yet. Um, so we're back on the back nine on what's now the 13th hole, a par three. Or we're on the we're on the par four right next to it. Um, and the senator's like already in his pocket and carries his wedge over or 
goes to his bag and gets out an iron. He's over on the next tee making swings because, you know, they're just kind of warming up while the other folks are finishing the hole. Next thing I know, uh, I hear some a shot get hit. And they're trying to finish up with the guys putting on the green. Then I hear another shot get hit. I have to drop everything and, and run over and tell United States Center Center, there's houses back there in that tree, those trees. Please don't hit, you know, it's probably not a good idea to hit any balls back there. Um, that's one I like a lot because a United States Senator is sending golf balls through the trees towards houses in Potomac, Maryland, had no idea what was going on. Um, that was a good one. I like that one. All right. There you go. What about the what? What, what uh, great rounds you saw somebody play? Yeah, you know, a lot of the guys I caddied for at Oakland Hills were really pretty close to scratch. I don't think I saw any that were better than three or four under. Um, you know, Oakland Hills. How are you, how are you at all these places? Congressional, Oakland Hills, uh, uh, Secession. I mean, you're you're moving around to some nice places, nice courses. What what? Where, where did you grow up in Michigan, or is that you went to Michigan State? Yeah, right? I grew up. So I grew up in the D.C. area. Um, Playing golf in high school, a buddy of mine said, hey, you know, I, I, there, there's a guy um, that went to caddy at this place called Lowe's Island, which is a new private club. Uh, it's now a Trump property in, in Northern Virginia. I said, huh. I said, yeah, you go out there and there's like a caddy thing. They teach you how to caddy. So I went out there and, and learned the basics of it. All I knew it from TV, caddied once or twice. And then really for no great reason, uh, after the U.S. Open in 97, School wraps up right around that time in Northern Virginia, where I lived. And I was like, you know, I wonder if Congressional has caddies. And I literally went across the bridge one day into Maryland, showed up on a busy day, said, hey, you know, I'd like to caddy. Legendary caddy master and starter there uh, looked at me, thought I was probably in college and said, stand over here. And about a half hour later, I was out on my first round at 8500 River Road, Congressional Country Club. And. Years and years later, that that's the rest is all history. Hmm. All right. You know, uh, back in the day, uh, I give you a little history. Back in the day, my my uh, grandparents were from Michigan, and back in the day, my uh, grandfather, that would be uh, Henry Hempstead. Uh, he was a member at Oakland Hills. How about that? Whoa. A little little uh, little con- little connection to the to the uh, caddy John right there. Yeah. And and I I, I did a, a talk for uh, at they have a big huge charity deal they do at Oakland Hills every year, and uh, I I was uh, one of the guest speakers a couple years ago over there. I really enjoyed it. It was good. they raised a lot of money for charity. Great great stuff. All right, more caddy stories when we come back. We'll take a little break. Uh, hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. We got Caddy John from Atlanta and the great predictor Steve Johnson with me this morning on the Hank Kenny podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. All right, we're back. Uh, the great predictor is recording on his own today. Um, now, what this would require right now is a is for you to uh, hit the button that's uh, pause or and, and go, and you got to hit that again. And we we so we had a little fumble. Nobody's going to know it because Minnesota Tim's going to edit it together, but nobody's going to know it. But uh, we had a little fumble, uh, so we got a. Uh, but it's a good thing you told us. Okay, that's that's good. That's good. Uh, it, it took you like uh, three minutes to tell us, but anyway, that's that's not bad. Uh, you know, could have been five, could have been ten, whatever. Uh, okay, uh, great predictor. Your uh, caddy moments. Well, the first time I caddied Hank, I was a young kid, San yeah. Diego Country Club. You know God's country. You know the place. Okay. Yeah. Bob yeah. Hummel was the pro arranged for me to caddy. I was young then too. I mean, I, I, I was not a real strong scrapping guy. I mean, walking was, I could walk with my own bag, but carrying one of those big old heavy leather bags was a, was a big deal for me. Yeah. yeah, they were big. So the guy that I came to caddy for decided he wasn't going to take a caddy. And Mr. Hummel was so upset that he went over there and talked to him. And you know what? That guy took a caddy and I was his caddy. Well, Mr. Hummel yes. was the pro. He was the yes. He was, he the was pro. Uh, out there in the blue blazer announcing everyone to the first tee. Really, that's like the uh, the little pro Eddie Marins did that for forever. He yeah. still does, and I'm there's sure. still some pros that do that. You know, but uh, that that was my first uh, that was my first experience. But you know, I've been around the golf course for a long time, picking the driving range, uh, the caddying experience, just hanging out. It was a great place to re- to get raised. You know, to to grow up around a lot of older people. Were you a double looper? I would, uh, yeah. As I got older in the high school, yeah, I would double loop for a doctor's group that uh, was a gambling group out there. I'd go out there, believe it or not, back then, this was back in the mid-70s, I would make a couple hundred dollars for a double loop in the morning. If the guys win, do they tip, did they tip you a lot? Uh, you know, they just usually gave me about $100 a piece, and they were good guys. That's and you know much what? right now. What year was that? That's Mid-70s. A, that's a that was a heck of a lot of money for me. That's yeah, it was a big a shot. Lot of money. What, what about what about what, what about Kenny John? Double looping, uh, gambling games. You get the big tips. First of all, the double looping. That's that's all there was. You know, starting in late '90s at Congressional, very hilly course, 
lot of staff bags still, not a lot of uh, lighter stuff, not a lot of stand bags. Yeah, double loop is all I knew. Uh, I saw some action in my day, but more of that seen probably at secession than anywhere else. Um, but the double looping is the way to go. And if I, if I can, Hank, I got a story from Oakland Hills. That's really good too. Okay. Let's hear it. A lot of hockey fans will remember Mike Liot, great goalie for a very long time. Uh, I caddied for him one day. And as we're going around, I'm thinking to myself, I got to ask him about the famous goal scored against him where 99 Wayne Gretzky is behind the net and basically put it off his back. Um, and so I got a chance to ask, and I, and I knew who Mike Lee was. He was a goalie for the Capitals for a while, and I grew up near Washington, followed the Capitals real closely. Um, so I remember asking him, hey, you know, just take me to the scene of what happened here. Did you have any idea that he was back there, that he would even try such a thing? He basically told me I had no idea until the puck was in the net what he had done. But basically, Gretzky put it off of his back and into the net. Ah, that was a, that was, I, that was, that's a YouTuber right there, for sure. You oh yeah, can check that one out on uh, on YouTube. The great one, you know, the great one is a, a, a good golfer and, and a passionate golfer. His whole family, I mean, they're all they're all so into it. It's unbelievable. Uh, all right, that's it. That's a good that's a good one. I like that. Uh, the the great predictor, uh, and and John, both you guys. What biggest? Do you ever do you ever remember a big tip? that you got from somebody like, like what was the, did you got the big tippers out there when you're caddying? Yes. It's you know, th this is what, what kills me about the, the whole, you know, story. We spent so much time talking about earlier in here with the L2 can and, and, uh, and Kucher, because whenever somebody caddies for a celebrity, okay, it just, it, it, it's, it's guaranteed. You guys both know what the first question is that everybody's going to ask as soon as you get off the golf course. Guaranteed. They're not going to ask what the guy shot. They're not going to ask, you know, how the guy putted or hit the ball or whatever. They're going to ask, how much did he tip you? I mean, it's just guaranteed. I mean, am I not correct? I mean, 100%. I mean, every time you, 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 you caddy for a celebrity, everybody wants to know, well, what did he tip you? I mean, it's just the way it is. Uh, you guys have a, a big tip moment? I definitely did. Um, but, you know, I got to Congressional right after the U.S. Open in 97. So the first handful of months, Hank, that's a lot of what we heard was, oh, this this pro came in before the U.S. Open. This is how much Nicholas tipped. This is how much Langer tipped. This is how it went with this pro. <laughs> this goes See? on for months and months. This is how much President Clinton tipped because he had a caddy there that, that he used. Um, the largest tips I had actually probably came – from either congressional or, or at the very end in Oakland Hills, a lot of times they came from uh, lobbyists or people who are taking out political figures. And actually, the biggest tip I ever may have gotten was probably because I explained to a member's guest how Tom Lehman did not lose the 97 U.S. Open on the 17th hole when he hit it and it went off the hill in the water. But he actually lost it on the hole prior when he went to a back right pin, given his draw ball flight. That guy was impressed. He was a doctor, and he ended up giving me a couple hundred bucks. Oh, wow. All right. All right. What about, uh, okay, so in, in uh, radio and podcasting, it's called a tease. Uh, you teased us on uh, President Clinton. What, 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 was, what, what was his tips he was laying out there? This is, again, back in the day, but he had one caddy that he would use on a regular basis, and it was $100 for his putter alone. So President Clinton or any president playing – any golf course is, is no small feat, uh, and it certainly wasn't back then. 
but they had four caddy in the group and my main man um was the guy for the last couple of years that president clinton played there it was a hundred bucks a hundred dollar bill every time for just clinton's putter and then you're looking at another uh, 25 to 40 bucks or so back then. Well, what do you mean? What do you guy. mean just the putter? What do you mean? He's, he's just a, he only carries the putter. Yeah. So a congressional back then, I don't know if they still do. There are times where players will take carts. You'll four caddy with their putters and do all the regular caddy work. And, and okay, obviously okay, you're specializing in reading the green. So they don't have to bring their putter out of the cart. The concept was that it would save time and, and take something off the player's mind, I guess. It worked pretty well overall. I don't know how usual it was, but um, in that case, yeah, basically he's walking around, mostly ahead of the groups, has all four of the putters in his hands. And for President Clinton, it was a he said it was the crisp, cleanest $100 bill he's ever seen. He would always say that. <laughs> how about that? All right. All right. I like that. That's good. good. That's, that's a good insight there. Let's take, a, take another break. Uh, hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back uh, on the Hank Andy Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. All right, uh, Steve Johnson, great predictor. Back to you on our Caddy Talk Day here. Uh, your greatest caddy moment. Then I'll, then I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you my greatest okay. caddy moment. Well, I mean, this was kind of a combo package, Hank, because it, I was teaching at the time. We, we You had uh, hired me to, to teach at a club, and then we started the Hank Haney Golf Ranch. And this young man, while we were actually still bu- building the facility, came out with his father. He was nine years old. Fast forward, he's 16 years old. He's in the, the number one junior in the country. And he goes to the 
U.S. junior. Matthew, uh, Matthew. Yeah, uh, Matthew Rosenfeld. Yeah. Yeah, he was a great player. Right. And uh, so he was 16 years old at the time. And it happened to be one of the t- events where they had the, the boys and the girls at the same event at Pumpkin Ridge. Okay. And that, that was exciting. A lot of people there at the start. Not only that, they were going to televise it. So wouldn't you know my guy? I was thinking he was going to get some airtime. Oh, man. I mean, you know, I was uh, a little nervous, a little nervous. But my man, Matthew Rosenfeld, he was the medalist for the qualifying for the boys. So he okay. he was the number one seed. And there were a lot of good good players there. And what did he uh, shoot, we, you remember? You know what? I mean, he was under par, but uh, they played the the members course, the witch course, and then the other, the public course. Yeah. They played both of those courses. He, I mean, this kid was good, Hank. I mean, he was, he was by far the, the, the best player at that, at that point, you know, he never yeah, did make yeah. it as a pro, but, but nonetheless, so we get, we're working our way through the, uh, the match play. And all of a sudden, you know, before you know it, we're in the finals and it's being televised. And we end up drawing in the finals, Ryan Moore, who was from up in that area. Ah, you know, he's up in the go. Washington area and he was a, he was a favorite. And uh, my boy, Matthew Rosenfeld, waxed him off pretty good. And all we heard on the television broadcast, that Judy Rankin said how beautiful Ryan Moore's swing was and how terrible Matthew Rosenfeld's swing was. And I said, what? <laughs> Judy Rankin, what do you know? What the heck is she? <laughs> you took what that is she talking about? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, so this kid's a 17-year-old or 16-year-old kid. And she's saying that uh, he just waxed Ryan Moore. Now, Ryan Moore yeah. has had a pretty darn good career in college yeah, and is an amateur and is a pro. Won the, yeah, won the pub links, won the amateur, won, you know, before he right. turned pro. You went, went UNLV, yeah. uh, you know, great college player, uh, been a great pro player. Yeah, Matthew Rosenfeld is sure. now a real estate guy. So, All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. His, he, he didn't, you know what, the game has changed so much. He was never a, a long ball hitter. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's the players like that today – Boy, uh, tough road to hoe if you're just, uh, you know, accurate and good and, you know, gritty and whatever else you want to put on there. You got to be able to you got to be able to send it if you're going to you're going to play the pro game. I think that's uh, pretty well documented by now. Everybody's got that that part figured out for sure. Uh, Kenny John. Uh, the, the, the whole, let's, let's talk a little tour caddy action here. Steve is the fan of the tour caddy. Um, you think that the cat, the caddy is so important to, uh, when you watch uh, on the, uh, the TV, when you watch the PJ tour, when are you like, you're, you paying attention to the caddies like Steve does. I mean, he, he like analyzes the caddies as much as he does the, the players and the golf, um, what 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 do you see there? What caddies do you see that you think are, are just uh, a step above everybody else? Well, you look at Michael Greller, and he's a guy that seems to know his role. Uh, and it, it it's it's interesting. It's going to be interesting too to see what happens this year. Um, Rory McIlroy. Well, you think he's you think why you think he's hot seat because of uh, Spice? Uh, you know, Spice dropped down. What is he? Thirty eighth in the world. Uh, he's not exactly on the on the up and up here. No, I, I saw a couple of looks uh, it, it, during the summer that reminded me of a very stern look that I saw from Rory McIlroy um, to his old caddy uh, at Augusta the year, actually, that Spieth had the issue on the 12th. Um, 
you could yeah but i mean you gotta, so if we're talking if we're talking hot seats you got uh you know i mean uh, speece an awful loyal guy he is I extraordinary. I mean, he's an awful loyal guy i mean what if he's on the hot seat where's cameron mccormick his coach i i think the seats <laughs> are hot you know and there's there's something great to being loyal um but there's there's i'm afraid i'm, I'm not afraid i'm a little worried that if it doesn't go better for the speece to his standards that he's going to consider, well, what if I made a change? And look, it's not always good. We've seen what Jason Day did. We've seen uh, some other guys make moves that uh, almost seem sideways. So am I watching the caddies when I watch pro golf? Yes, especially in the majors um, and some players more than others. Um, You know, I go back to most of the time thinking about, man, I wish the caddy would have done this or that i wish the caddy would have sat on the bag or just pled his case or broken the club to me to go back to Matt, when, when a guy makes it when a guy makes a bad play or a, a, bad a stupid shot or whatever yeah. of course hindsight's twenty twenty. it is but this is foresight because i'm watching this stuff live i'll give you an example mcelroy bounces it off the cabin mcelroy pitches out at, at the masters that third shot to me was what killed it but but after you bounce it off the cabin, uh, uh, fifty yards off the tee, you hit a ricochet backwards, hits a cabin. Uh, I mean, you've been there, at Augusta. You know where that yeah. cabin is. Yeah. You know when when you when you bounce one off the cabin, you are you you've been you are so shell shocked. I mean, you're in you're in uh, you you are are just in a state that you don't even know whether you're coming or going uh, from there on in. It's just uh, you know, forget about it. So, and to that effect, and I'm curious what Steve thinks, to me, I was watching that thinking, lay up the third shot, protect from six or seven. You need to calm down right now because you've got this many more holes left. So, for example, that's one spot where I would see potentially, uh, you know, t- to evaluate a caddy. Also, it's not blame, but if Austin Johnson could have jumped in when Jason Day asked if he wanted if Dustin Johnson wanted him to mark his ball in the 72nd hole at Chambers Bay, that might have been a good spot to say, hey, I, I, th- I think we should have a mark. Those are just two examples that jump off my head. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, so you like, but you like Greller as a caddy. Yes. Uh, what other caddies you like? Well, I mean, I'm a little bit old school in that uh, when Fanny Simpson still does work on the rare occasion, I'm a fan of hers. I am a big fan of Steve Williams when he works as well. Um, yep. Those I'm a fan of somebody that understands the game, understands the, the, the long game, especially when you're talking about a major and kind of seems to have a handle on how to explain and reason with somebody from making a decision uh, not to call it a, a Phil Nicholson type decision, but I think too often, especially in majors, especially earlier in majors, we see guys try too many shots that, yeah, they could pull them off, but they don't need to. They need to manage the downside first. And those are the caddies I like, the ones that are participating, the ones that are brought into the mix and the ones that help people make good decisions. So Fanny was a longtime caddy of Nick Faldo and uh, did a great job for Nick. And then she caddied for a long time for Henrik Stenson and obviously did a great job with, with him too. Very successful. Steve Williams has won, been on the bag for more tournament victories than anybody. And it's not even close in terms of, of, of caddies. 
uh, Steve took Adam Scott to number one when he was on his bag. Obviously, Greg Norman, Tiger Woods, uh, two other number ones in the world. What, what do you think? What do you think happened with with him and Jason Day? That didn't last very long. This this day was all hyped up. Of course, everybody's going to say something positive at the beginning, and then uh, you know it, it didn't last long. Uh, Stevie was kind of making a comeback out of retirement. Uh, yeah. He was over there racing his cars in New Zealand. Uh, dirt track racer, and uh, next thing you know, he's 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 back with with Jason Day. They'd always been been uh, you know friends, buddies. I don't know if you call it that, but they you know they would certainly speak with one another and had a, a mutual admiration. And then uh, it didn't didn't seem to go very good. What do you think? Well, I and I'm, I'm curious what Steve thinks too. But I think that's a long flight for Steve Williams to make. And no matter yeah. who would ask him to take his bag, he ain't going over there unless the guy who he's going to go caddy for is going to maybe do things a little bit more on his terms or not. He's got to work as hard as Steve Williams wants to work. And I, mean, I just can't see him wasting his time with anybody who's not going to be so committed to doing the best that they can. And I don't know if he was concerned with distractions with Day or realized this guy can't take it as hard as I need to push him to be his best. It's kind of disappointing. I mean, if I'm a player and I have any access to Steve Williams, how in the world are you not going to going to get him involved if you can? So my inkling from a million miles away is that was more Williams pulling out, realizing this wasn't going to going to go anywhere far enough for him to stick around. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Jason Day's 25th in the world right now. It's, it's, It's hard to figure that out with all the talent he has. Uh, you know, he won that one major and it was, uh, we had the big three going, they were they had the whole big three conversation. And next thing you know, he's 25th in the world. Uh, that that's a, a head scratcher as is obviously Jordan Spieth at 38th in the world, two, two head scratchers there. Uh, Steve, what do you, what, what, what do you think of, of happened there? What's your analysis, Hank, of that? Because, you know, I mean, you're a guy that it, says yeah, Steve Williams did not lose the magic. He didn't lose the magic. I mean, I almost think it was a it was Jason an audition. Jason not playing very good. I mean, no, I, I, I know he, what he's he, not. He's he, yeah. You're, you're, you're the one that thinks the caddy's the, the you know the most important position in all of sports. I'm like I like I don't know. Maybe Steve didn't. You know, he just saw that Jason Day doesn't have the game he thought he had. I don't know. I'm not really yeah. sure. And there's no, no, you know, there's no talent. Maybe they didn't get along. I, I you know, you go from. You got a, co- a co- your coach on the bag, Colin Swatton. First off, I, that was not a good move when he got rid of Colin Swatton. Who knows what all the background story is, but but he played awful good with Colin Swatton. And and the guy's a, a great coach and a great caddy and a better friend, okay? So, uh, you know, maybe not a buddy friend to hang out with, but a friend that'll, you know, tell you like it is. Uh, you know, and and has been there for Jason Day for a long time. So that that move didn't didn't work out. But he goes from him to a, a buddy caddy for him, and then you go back to you know a guy who's who's all. I mean, Steve Williams is all business. Like Caddy John said, Steve Williams isn't showing up out there just to you know like hang out. I mean, he 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 wants to win. You know what what Steve Williams had in his mind is, I, I'm going to help Jason Day get back to number one in the world. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. I mean, yeah. and, 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 uh, obviously, you know, it, it, he didn't, he didn't do very well, uh, right away. And then, you know, I don't know what happened after that. Maybe, you know, whether it was a mutual decision or both of them, it's hard to, hard to really say, but I, but I, I do agree with Katie John. Steve Williams is not out there just for, 
no. you know, uh, hits and giggles and fun and, hey, this would be cool to, to hang out. So, you know, I mean. And you've it, said uh, it many times about Jason Day, Hank. You, you know, yeah. he looks happy to be there. He is happy to be out there. Yeah, he, is, he must. He, he, he just you, doesn't you, look you, to you have the drive. Announce those guys that are happy to be there. He is a. He, he does look happy to be there. He's he he's he's like the original Mister Giddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, he's Man. giddy. He's but if giddy. we're if we're if we're dedicating this uh, little part to to the caddies, let let me give some honorable mentions here because I, I agree okay. with I agree with Caddy John. I mean, and, and you've said it many times. Steve Williams is by far the best caddy out there. But let's give let's give some honorable mentions here. I really like John Woods. John Woods is a leader. John Woods is 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 serious. He's he's now Matt Kuchar's caddy. He caddied for um, Hunter Mahan when he was doing well. My favorite, my the, and a fan favorite is Fluff. I love him too. You know he gives the best interviews. Hank, you know that. Well, my favorite caddy moment of the year. You know what that was? Oh yeah. If he doesn't By hit far. it hard, if he doesn't hit it hard. He's going to come up short. If if he didn't hit it good, it wasn't going to get there. (laughs) But then, you know, a friend of of (laughs) both of ours. I mean, that's some genius right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, he just simplifies it, man. Fluff's a great caddy. There's no no doubt about it. But but he's a legend uh, and a a great, great caddy. I I 100% agree with you on Fluff. Uh, But that was, uh, you got to admit, that was a priceless quote. Yeah. And you know, and also a, a guy that lives here in Dallas, you know, you know him as well as I do, Jimmy Johnson. He was with Steve Stricker for all those years, and he switched over. He's Justin Thomas. Um, yeah. Just you know, a great calming influence for a kid that is. It reminds me a lot of uh, Curtis Strange, who's very yeah. has a lot of intensity. And Jimmy yeah. Johnson is has really gotten. I think he's really. Helped him get a lot out of his game. We'll no, see about I, that, it. We'll that, see that, about this I agree, year. I agree with you that he's he, he's he's a great caddy. Andrew Leno, our, our our buddy Andrew, he's a he's a he was great caddy. I mean, yeah. okay, for Kenny Perry, okay, for, you know, for a lot of different players, used to help our, our friend Trip Keeney out. Um, and and he, you know, he's a guy that that got a lot out of you know players. I mean, you know, maybe they're not the most famous guys, but. Uh, yeah, there, there's. There, there, I mean, I'm not. I'm not discounting that a caddy makes a difference. The, the 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 thing I have is is that when you're always talking about the caddy, you act like there's just there's just like there's a you know a hundred of them out there. Just go get one, and there, you know there there's about as many great caddies as there are truly great players. And I don't know where you where where you do the cutoff. You know, I I don't I don't know where you you, you cut it off. Um, you know, I used to tell Mark O'Meara, he was a great player. And he said, Hank, I'm not a great player. <laughs> and I'm like, you're a great player. He goes, I'm not a great player. He said, Jack Nichols is a great player. Tiger Woods is a great player. I'm not a great player. I'm a nice player. He said, I, and then he got, you know, elected the world golf hall of fame in 2015. I texted him. I said, Mark, uh, they don't have any good players in the hall of fame. I said, they only have great players in the hall of fame, but, but so it depends on, 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 how, you know, where you, you, you cut the line off at, uh, but my point is, is I don't think there's um, that many truly, truly great, 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 great players, I guess, using Mark's definition. Um, and I think there's probably fewer great, great, great caddies. That's that's my only thing. So I don't think you just, you know, you, you know, a, a rookie a, a, a is not going to just, you know, unless he's just the greatest thing since sliced bread. Uh, going to come up with just the best caddy in the world. It's just not not going to happen. 
anyway, uh, some good caddy talk uh, today. Appreciate you guys uh, joining me this morning. Caddy John, always good to, to uh, hear your voice, my man. Man, it's always great to be back. Awesome to be back with you guys, and especially Steve, of course, when we're celebrating the caddy. <laughs> oh yeah, he, Steve loves to celebrate the caddy. Uh, we, we, we're going to get some. Uh, we're going to have more caddy John uh, in uh, episodes to come, and we got to get uh, on. The, we're going to get on the your caddy John lines, your prediction, your your prop bets. I know you got a, a bunch of them lined up, so we got more of that uh, that coming up. And we'll get the great predictor going and see if he can get something right. Uh, we'll, we'll see. But, uh, Steve, uh, good to be with you, too. S- same with me, Hank. And you know what? I'm, I'm feeling good for the Cowboys this week. Oh, you are? Oh, yeah. Cowboys over the Jets, baby. You don't like the you, – you're, you're hoping the Cowboys lose so Jason Garrett will get fired. Um, and uh, let's – Kenny John, what are your team? You're the, you're the Spartan. Uh, Michigan State. Do you have a pro team, yes. or are you just uh, are you just only college? What is your deal? Well, Hank, when I grew up, the Washington Redskins were the absolute <laughs> oh my God. real deal. They oh were legitimate, and as you boy, as you both know, and as everybody in Cowboys Nation and Cowboys World knows, it's not the no. same anymore. So I am on pause relative to that. I'm okay with my Atlanta Falcons. You're living in Atlanta, but one day. The Redskins will have a new owner, and a lot of Redskins oh, fans boy. will come home. Oh, that, boy. That could be a, a long, long time away. All right, let me tell everybody how they can get a hold of us. Uh, you can call in at uh, 833-426-5763, extension 801. You want to leave a message, uh, ask a question, make a comment, any of the above will we'll, uh, – Certainly take it into consideration. We'd love to hear from you. You can send us an email at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Hank Haney. And uh, remember that if you want some help with your golf game, you can send a video of your swing to golf schools at hankhaney.com. You can send as many as you want. Uh, I know the, the Kenny John has sent in videos. Steve, give me a, a Kenny John swing report. Give me a Kenny John swing report right here. Caddy John is doing good. We've got Daddy John. Daddy John is doing better. <laughs> Daddy Caddy John. And we've got and Brother bro- John. Brother Caddy John. Brother too, John, yeah. You? Yeah, he's got the Brother John. He's he's sending videos. So they got the whole family of the uh, you know, the the Spartan family is okay. uh, is taken care of. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right. All right, guys. Appreciate you joining me on the podcast. Uh, we will talk to you again soon. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 